0: Tomorrow's World Magazine, November-December 2018 issue. Main article, Are We a Thankful Nation? By Richard F. Ames. Read by William Williams. Article begins. In the United States, millions gather with their families and friends on Thanksgiving Day to enjoy good food, fellowship, and the blessings of living in a prosperous nation. Americans enjoy the blessings of freedom and opportunity, but do they thank God for their blessing? Do they understand why their nation has been blessed? In particular, do those who live in the United States and other British-descended nations understand why they have received blessings unparalleled in the history of mankind? Whether it is celebrated on the 4th Thursday of November, as in the U.S., the 2nd Monday of October, as in Canada, or one of the many other days set aside by the different countries of the world, a national day of thanksgiving is a time when people are supposed to count their blessing. The citizens of some of these nations have received unprecedented blessings. In the 20th century, the U.S. and British Commonwealth became the richest and most powerful nation and group of nations in the world. But that national power and prestige has greatly declined. The U.S. was once an economic powerhouse, and nations around the world eagerly bought its exports and borrowed its money today however america is the world's largest debtor with a national debt in excess of twenty one trillion and growing more than sixty five thousand dollars for each american man woman and child how did the u s and other english-speaking nations gain so many blessings recall the development of the north american continent There were the pioneering settlements by the British in Jamestown, Virginia, in 1607. The Dutch established what is now Albany, New York, around 1614, and the pilgrims arrived in Plymouth, Massachusetts, in 1620. After a severe and disastrous winter, they gave thanks to God for their harvest in 1621 in what historians label as the first Thanksgiving. Over the course of just 70 years, from 1783 to 1853, the young nation acquired enough land to extend its continental reach from sea to shining sea, quote The greatest land expansion took place in 1803 under President Thomas Jefferson, when France sold the Louisiana Territory to the United States for only $15 million, just five cents per acre. French Emperor Napoleon is said to have remarked, quote, this Accession of territory affirms forever the power of the United States," End quote. The U.S. continued to develop economically and militarily over the years. After the conclusion of World War II, British Prime Minister Winston Churchill, speaking before the House of Commons, commented on the status of the U.S., quote, "...I must turn to the United States with whom our fortunes and interests are intertwined. The Americans have become today the greatest state and power in the world." Speaking our own language, cherishing our common law, and pursuing the same ideals. End quote. October 28, 1947. Subhead. The true source of America's blessings. Is there a biblical and historical reason for this power? What really is the source of these national blessings? The answer reveals our national purpose. And you may be surprised to learn that the answer begins with the history of the patriarch Abraham. God made a covenant with Abraham, and it is because of Abraham's faith that we have been blessed. God tested Abraham, telling him to sacrifice Isaac, his son. Abraham obeyed in faith, and God preserved Isaac's life. What did God say to Abraham as a result? By myself I have sworn, says the Lord, because you have done this thing and have not withheld your son, your only son, Blessing I will bless you, and multiplying I will multiply your descendants, as the stars of the heaven, and as the sand which is on the seashore. And your descendants shall possess the gate of their enemies. In your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed, because you have obeyed my voice. Genesis chapter 22, verses 16 to 18. Notice that Abraham's descendants were to control the gate of their enemies, quote-unquote. Throughout much of the 20th century, America and Britain actually controlled most of the world's sea gates. However, because of our national sins, God has begun to take that control away. What does that ancient covenant have to do with us today? God renewed his covenant with Abraham's son Isaac and later with Isaac's son Jacob, whose name was changed to Israel. Israel had 12 sons, including Judah and Joseph. Joseph had two sons, Ephraim and Manasseh. Scripture records that Jacob passed this blessing to his grandsons, Ephraim and Manasseh. The angel who has redeemed me from all evil, bless the lads. Let my name, Israel, be named upon them, Ephraim and Manasseh, and the name of my fathers, Abraham and Isaac, and let them grow into a multitude in the midst of the earth. Genesis chapter 48, verse 16. These blessings are called the birthright promises. These prophetic promises, which included wealth, abundance, military power, and international dominance, were to be fulfilled in the descendants of Joseph. It may be surprising to many of you, but those divine blessings given to Manasseh and Ephraim have been fulfilled in the U.S. and British descended nations. Long-time readers of this magazine are already familiar with this amazing biblical truth. If you have not already proved this truth to yourself, please write for your free copy of our informative booklet, THE UNITED STATES AND GREAT BRITAIN IN PROPHECY OR READ IT ONLINE AT TOMORROWSWORLD.ORG SUBHEAD A LAND OF BEAUTY AND BOUNTY CONSIDER AMERICA'S BLESSINGS WITH THIS PROMISE TO ANCIENT ISRAEL IN MIND FOR THE LORD YOUR GOD IS BRINGING YOU INTO A GOOD LAND A LAND OF BROOKS OF WATER OF FOUNTAINS AND SPRINGS THAT FLOW OUT OF VALLEYS AND HILLS A LAND OF WHEAT AND BARLEY OF VINES AND FIG TREES AND POMEGRANATES A LAND OF OLIVE OIL AND HONEY A land in which you will eat bread without scarcity, in which you will lack nothing. A land whose stones are iron, and out of whose hills you can dig copper. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verses 7 through 9. America's national heritage includes great natural beauty, fertile agricultural soil, and rich mineral deposits for industrial development. But have the citizens of the United States recognized and honored the source of those blessings? Will our Western nations last much longer? Consider God's warning. When you have eaten and are full, then you shall bless the Lord your God for the good land which he has given you. Beware that you do not forget the Lord your God by not keeping his commandments, his judgments, and his statutes which I command you today. Deuteronomy chapter 8 verses 10 and 11. Have we heeded that warning, individually and nationally? National sins produce national penalties, as President Abraham Lincoln recognized, Proclaiming a national fast day for April 30, 1863, Lincoln stated, quote, "...it is the duty of nations as well as of men to own their dependence upon the overruling power of God and to recognize the sublime truth announced in the Holy Scriptures and proven by all history that those nations only are blessed whose God is the Lord." End quote. Lincoln acknowledged that God is the true source of blessings nationally and individually The national purpose of the United States must include acknowledgement of its creator and benefactor. Does your nation acknowledge the sovereignty of God, or is it so secular and unthankful that it has turned its back on God? Do you personally thank Almighty God for the benefits we so often take for granted? Notice what the Apostle James wrote. Every good gift and perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. James chapter 1 verse 17. Whatever you enjoy in life that is genuinely good comes from God, the giver of every good and perfect gift. Abraham Lincoln reminded the American people to recognize that fact as a nation. Subhead, the need for national purpose. What happens when a country lacks a national purpose? The late U.S. Senator John McCain often spoke of national purpose. Addressing his party's national convention in 2000, he warned, Quote, "unless we restore the people's sovereignty over government renew their pride in public service reform our public institutions to meet the challenges of a new day and reinvigorate our national purpose then america's best days will be behind us" End quote. 57 years ago senator james fulbright observed that america was losing its direction he warned quote, "bigger cars bigger parking lots bigger corporate structures bigger farms bigger drug stores bigger supermarkets" Bigger motion picture screens. The tangible and the functional expand, while the intangible and the beautiful shrink. Left to wither is the national purpose. The national dialogue is gradually being lost in a froth of misleading self-congratulation and cliché. National needs and interests are slowly being submerged by the national preoccupation with the irrelevant. End quote. All Americans should ask themselves... Have we reinvigorated or restored our national purpose, or have we allowed it to wither? Do we have a purpose larger than ourselves? If so, do we understand what that purpose is? Is our national purpose to be the world's most powerful and prosperous nation? We have already seen that the U.S. is the world's greatest debtor nation. Is it our national purpose to extend freedom and democracy to every nation on earth? We need to understand that all nations can experience genuine freedom when they obey the truth of the Bible. Jesus said, You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. John chapter 8, verse 32. Referring to the Creator of all nations, Jesus prayed, Your word is truth. John chapter 17, verse 17. Have we let our light shine by living that truth? Are we doing our part in making that truth available to the world? Are our nations preoccupied with the irrelevant, or do we acknowledge the source of our purpose and of our many blessings? As those of us in the United States observe thanksgiving, we need to ask, to whom do we give thanks? To Almighty God and Jesus Christ? Or do we worship the dollar or the pound or the euro, the peso and the yen? U.S. coins and currency declare, In God we trust. If our nation fails to live up to that motto, it will not prevail. But you and I must exemplify that motto and biblical precept in our own lives. The Western nations are known for their materialism and focus on money and consumer spending drives our economies. The Apostle Paul foretold that these characteristics and others we will recognize would be prominent at the end of this present age. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power, and from such people turn away, 2 Timothy chapter 3 verses 2 through 5, any godly civilization should promote the true values of life, not the false values of materialism, vanity, and pride. These cultural flaws, along with ingratitude, will eventually destroy any society that fails to overcome them. God warns us against trusting in our prosperity and possessions. Rather than think that we have gained our wealth by our own efforts, we should understand that it is God who gives the power to gain wealth, Deuteronomy chapter 8, verses 17-18. through 18. He warns us, Then it shall be, if you by any means forget the Lord your God, and follow other gods, and serve them, and worship them, I testify against you this day that you shall surely perish. As the nations which the Lord destroys before you, so you shall perish, because you would not be obedient to the voice of the Lord your God. Verses 19 and 20. That is a very sobering warning about the future of any country that has been blessed by God. At Thanksgiving, we give thanks to God for the beauty and abundance with which He has blessed our countries. But at the same time, we should be deeply concerned as our national character becomes more and more blemished with immorality. Will our Western nations continue to disobey the Ten Commandments and increasingly reject the biblical truths that once led to their prosperity and that led to true life, liberty, and happiness? Subhead Are we truly thankful? Most of those who will be observing a Thanksgiving Day this year are among the most materially blessed people on earth. Even the poorest Americans and Canadians enjoy levels of plenty, comfort, and convenience that much of the world's population can barely imagine. Yet we still find much to complain about. What is the antidote for such complaining? The antidote for complaining is Thanksgiving. Are you thankful that you live in a relatively prosperous nation? that you have the freedom to worship according to your conscience, that you have many opportunities to grow in education and human potential, that you have family, friends, and perhaps a good job. We should even be thankful for the sunshine and fresh air around us and for the food and beverages we are able to enjoy. For Christians, however, the greatest benefits are spiritual. We thank God for the sacrifice of His Son to pay for our sins. We are thankful for God's forgiveness and grace. Remember, Jesus taught us to pray, Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors, Matthew chapter 6, verse 12. We are thankful for the gift of the Holy Spirit after repentance and baptism, Acts chapter 2, verse 38. We are thankful not only for the sacrifice of Christ, but that He is alive as our High Priest, Savior, and Intercessor. He always lives to make intercession for us, Hebrews chapter 7, verse 25. We are thankful that Jesus Christ is alive, Notice this amazing truth. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, much more having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. Romans chapter 5, verse 10. He is our living Savior and great high priest, as the book of Hebrews emphasizes, and he is coming as King of kings and Lord of lords. Today's Christians are also thankful for the promised future. We are thankful for the true gospel, the message Jesus preached about the coming kingdom of God on earth, when all nations will learn the way to peace. We know that the world will not end in a nuclear holocaust or be snuffed out by a biological pandemic, because Jesus Christ promised that for the elect's sake he would return just in time to prevent us from destroying ourselves. Matthew chapter 24, verse 22. The world needs the kingdom of God on earth. Do you realize how much you are blessed compared to many countries around the world? The United Nations Development Program currently estimates that more than 800 people live on less than one U.S. dollar and 25 cents a day. Can you imagine living in such poverty? How thankful are you? As Jesus said, to whom much is given, from him much will be required. Luke chapter 12, verse 48. We must be faithful stewards of our blessings, and we must be willing nationally and individually, to give to others. We especially need to give the good news of the gospel to the rest of the world. Our national purpose should be to live God's way of life and to share that way of life with the rest of the world. God's ways should be our nation's ways. Notice these words of Moses. Surely I have taught you statutes and judgments, just as the Lord my God commanded me, that you should act according to them in the land which you go to possess. Therefore be careful to observe them. For this is your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of the peoples who will hear all these statutes and say, Surely this great nation is a wise and understanding people. Deuteronomy chapter 4 verses 5 and 6. Yes, God will bless those nations who recognize that their national purpose is to grow in godly character, to exemplify biblical values as shining lights in a dark world, to live by God's own Ten Commandments and by His statutes and judgments and to proclaim the good news of God's soon-coming kingdom, ruled by the King of Kings, Jesus Christ. Will we fulfill our national purpose as a thankful people? As those of us in America observe thanksgiving, we need to remember that any unthankful nation that refuses to submit to its Creator is sowing the seeds of its own destruction. But God is patient. He is giving us a little more time to change our lives individually and nationally. God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance, 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 9. Yes, there is good news for the future. Most people who celebrate Thanksgiving Day do not know that the Bible speaks of a future time when the world will celebrate a kind of biblical Thanksgiving called the Feast of Tabernacles. All nations will go up to Jerusalem to celebrate the Feast of Tabernacles under the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, Jesus Christ. Scripture describes a future world at peace under the rulership of the Messiah, a world he will begin to establish when he returns to Jerusalem, the future world capital. And in that day his feet will stand on the Mount of Olives, which faces Jerusalem on the east. Zechariah chapter 14, verse 4. And who will rule the earth after Jesus' return? And the Lord shall be king over all the earth. In that day it shall be, the Lord is one, and his name one. Verse 9. Yes, the Messiah Jesus Christ will unify all the nations under his rulership. He will bring representatives from all the nations of the world to Jerusalem to worship during the annual festival called the Feast of Tabernacles. There is coming a time when all nations will worship the King of Kings with thanksgiving. Verse 16. Until then, God has given his church the commission of sharing with all nations a vision of that future and calling all nations and peoples to repent. Acts chapter 17, verse 30. May we all be filled with thanksgiving, thankful for God's will and for the love of God and Jesus Christ. May we seek to love, obey, and serve the source of all our personal and national blessings. As the Apostle Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 57, But thanks be to God, who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Article ends. May we suggest the booklet, The United States and Great Britain in Prophecy. Are America and Britain mentioned in prophecy? Yes, they are. You need to see for yourself. Request this free printed booklet from the regional office nearest you or order at tomorrowsworld.org. PDF, EPUB, and Kindle are also available.